podcast called uh, Dub Jellyson Podcast. First ever type 1 diabetic in UFC history. Uh, doing fine, Dub. Nice to be with you. Get out! <laughs> He's like, yeah. My tunnel vision and my periphery, I'm like all field. Hey, you know how it is, Dub. Hey, when you're, hey, when you're team. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's crazy. What's up, everyone? We're back with another episode of Dub Jellyson Podcast. We have a very special guest, Mr. Kerry Neal. Kerry, how are you? I'm well, man. I'm honored to be on, man. I really appreciate you reaching out to me and inviting me on, man. Of course, man. Um, I've been trying to get another Dame guy on for some time now, so I'm going <laughs> to do this, and it kind of worked out perfectly. Uh, Purdue and Notre Dame actually play on Saturday, so. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a big game, man. You know, you know how I'm rolling, man. Go Irish. <laughs> I mean, are you are you afraid at all? Because, I mean, Purdue's been rolling. We're 2-0, two big wins, and Notre Dame's been kind of iffy so far, yeah. in my opinion. Win is a win, man. It's never <laughs> And so, like, if we win by two or win by 20, it's still a win. Um, no, it should be a good ball game, man. I'm, um, I have a kid of mine, a really good kid, uh, one of y'all best players, David Bell. Um, he trained with me this offseason, so I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I'm excited against him and Kyle Hamilton, uh, him and Houston Griffin, um, just the matchups outside, man, with our corners and him. So um, it's going to be good on good. So David Bell's a, a beast. I mean, yeah. I he might be the best receiver Purdue's ever had, and we've had some pretty good ones. Yeah, and you guys had some pretty good ones. No, um, the kid works. Like I said, um, just with the sh- our short time we had this summer, he came up to and in my program, and he was – I mean, he put the work in. I mean, you see his success, so it's no surprise. Mm-hmm. And I want to get to your – obviously, your training business and everything you do with that here in a little bit. But, um, I mean, what do you think from – what do you think about what you've seen from Notre Dame this far this season? Uh, sorry, man. I got this on um, this dryer. Real quick. Um, no, I think, I think, uh, I mean, we got a new DC. DC's doing great. Um, I mean, it's just like we played spurts. I know first game of the season we played three, three really great quarters. Um, then the fourth quarter we had a couple little lapses. Um, I mean, Florida State still got Florida State athletes at the end of the day. Um, even though they had an ugly loss this weekend. I mean, uh, I mean, then Toledo, you came in, Toledo came in. I mean, it's, it's a big game for Toledo to come to Notre Dame, not to mm-hmm. put Notre Dame on a high praise, but you roll into South Bend, that's pretty much the biggest game that Toledo had and she's maybe ever, <laughs> right? I mean, to be honest with you guys, um, I mean, we're going to always get that best shot. That's that's the beauty about coming to Notre Dame, right? Every Saturday, you got to come with it. I mean, who who, who doesn't want to come into South Bend and, and knock off Notre Dame? So, mm-hmm. um, again, I think we're still kind of going into growing pains. I mean, we got a, a quarterback, really first year under the helm, um, brand, brand new system for him. I mean, he transferred a guy in, so he's probably still learning the system, still learning his guys as well, so. Um, but we'll be fine. Like I said, this, I mean, and we still win. Like, we're still yeah. 2-0. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you look at the, the upsets that have already happened this year, like Washington lost to Montana, Ohio State's already fallen to Oregon, um, who's better than a lot of people expected. I mean, yeah. college football has been crazy this year, and it's already, it's only week three, and there's already so many upsets. No, I think I mean I mean I think it's just credit to the kids and the coach and the programs across the country. Everybody's getting better. Um, I think then COVID had a big role into a lot of stuff. I mean, you just look at how many kids that was in the transfer portal. 
um, how many kids left one school, went to other school and kind of just boosted teams roster up a little bit. Right. Um, they got kids that they probably wouldn't have got. I mean, just due to like the COVID rules and stuff where they got guys got a little more experience back then. Um, guys got that, that kind of what the fifth or sixth year, the COVID year, what they call it right now. Um, I, I think that all those little things play play huge roles and huge dividends in it. So. And what's it like for you to to go back to the games or watch the games on TV um, now that you've graduated and you're kind of out of out of playing football? Um, you can actually enjoy the game, man, and and root for. I, I train so many different guys on both programs. I mean, just like look at they like little brothers to me, right? And I'm like, man, that was me 10, 10 years ago, right? Um, just to see some of my athletes that I train at Notre Dame, some of my athletes at Purdue, right? just going at it. For me, it's rewarding. Um, but again, I'm always going to be a fan of the game. I just want to see the game played the right way. Uh, guys go out there and play hard and compete for four quarters, man. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, man. So, mm -hmm. and for people who um, who might not know, talk about a little bit about your training business and um, what that's about. Yeah, so I'm the owner of Win Performance. We're located in Highland Park, Illinois. It's probably about uh, about 25 minutes from um, downtown Chicago. Um, I train from the leader of the leagues, from from the guys like Tyree Cohen, guys like uh, David Bell, um, guys Notre Dame guys. Uh, I train youth kids. Um, I'm a speed specialist. I'm an NFL combine specialist. Um, I have posted some of the fastest times in the, in the country. Um, a ton of NFL guys that's been my program from youth to high school, college, all the way down to the adults. Um, so I kind of do it all, man. Um, I have a great team. Um, I don't want to take all the credit. My team is great, man. Um, like, like I said, we try to service and just add value to everybody's life, man. If you got a goal, our goal is to help you win it. So uh, win performance, man. You can follow us on um, Instagram on that win, win performance. Uh, so, yeah, or follow me, K underscore Neil56. So. Yeah, I mean, that's how I was going to introduce to you. Uh, I mean, the, the guys that you train and what you have going is, is really cool from, a, from an outside perspective. No, I appreciate it, man. It's a lot of, a lot of time and a lot of energy to go to it, but it's something that I love. Um, honestly, it's not even work to me, man. Mm -hmm. um, I, had, I had to run home today. I had to get my, uh, my garage door fixed. But, uh, again, like my gym is home to me. It's home to a lot of kids, really, like – the beauty thing, the beautiful thing about it is so many different walks of life that walks through our door on a daily basis. We got guys who, who, who like entrepreneurs, we got business owners, we got corporate guys, we got pro athletes, the youth to, to track kids. You know what I mean? It's so many different, so many different walks of life, man. So um, it's a beautiful place that everybody just come meet and just want to get better, you know? So. Mm, it wasn't like to train all those different, I mean, you just, rattled off a list of um i mean people that aren't necessarily athletes and then i mean you have all these different age ranges how do you kind of balance that in in terms of your your coaching style and how you train them uh i, I guess i think we created a culture um at win it's one of those things that like it's all like-minded people, right? It's people that wants to push. It's it's not like your traditional gym. You just go in and, and lift some weights here. We actually have a program. We have a system. Um, I mean, it keeps me well balanced because I like just 
think about this morning. I went from a doctor who's a plastic surgeon to a adult uh, adult boot camp class to then later today I'm have some pro athletes, right? Some free agent guys to to a speed class to a to a baseball um, private. It keeps me sharp. I have to stay sharp. But I have to be able to like, uh, okay, well this kid's a baseball. Let's add a little baseball specific training in there, right? Stuff with his rotational. Uh, this kid is basketball. Let's do a lot of injury prevention stuff with his. You know what I mean? With his ankles and his hips and his knees and teach him how to jump and how to land and football. Okay, well, let's teach this kid how to pass rush. So literally, <laughs> I wear every hat that, that I possibly can. So, And I mean, how much you, did your team help out, help out with that? Because I'm, I mean, I don't know too much about your background, but I don't know if you played football or, or uh, baseball and basketball and to know all these different things for how how those athletes move specifically. Yeah, so I was a four-year starter at University of Notre Dame. I played football, I played uh, outside linebacker and defensive end. Um, just been in that team setting, right? Like, uh, I love my team. And I mean, it's, it's so we're all different, but we're all the same, right? We all chasing after the same same goal. Uh, team is great. Like I said, like, they take so much off my plate. Like, we got uh, BG, he does all our youth stuff and our receivers. Uh, and he helps out with privates and he does um, and he does some of our group training. Pete, he's he he's a uh, he's the owner of uh, Off the Leash DBs, so he does all my defensive backs in the league, college, high school. Um, and he also does baseball specific training for his baseball um, background. And Kyle, he's a golf specialist. He works without baseball. He 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 dominates the adult programs. Um, he t he does a, a ton of uh, privates, uh, a ton of private clients from all all ages and, and different elements people may have that come into it. So um, we're well, like, like I said, we wear every different hat, man. So then you still have to do the CEO stuff. I had to mm -hmm. go in, and make sure the books is right. Go in and make sure to check in and, and all that protocol stuff is going well. The cleaning, like it's, it's never ending, man. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to see how many different places that athletes can get a train now. I mean, within the last, I haven't been around for that long, but I mean, within probably the last like 30 years, I mean, the amount of places athletes can go to train at any levels, but, spe but specifically like college and, and, and pro guys is, is insane. It's just boomed. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very competitive market. I mean, just on the same street that I'm on, it's probably, I want to say four or five um, different gyms itself. I mean, everybody has their own little niche, though. Um, and I think it's really like a, a, a preference thing, what guys prefer or, you know what I mean? Now we at that, like, I don't really do a lot of marketing stuff. I got an Instagram account, right? But we really just, our our business is really just word of mouth, right? Because, um, again, we really focus on like-minded individuals, right? It's not for everyone, like, coming into a sports performance uh, place it may be intimidating for a lot of people like for for someone who's not a professional athlete someone who doesn't you know what I mean until you come mm -hmm. in meet us and you're like oh wow like these guys really understand all the biomechanics behind the body and how it moves and you know what I mean and our philosophy so um, but it, like I said it's a very competitive market man mm -hmm. yeah from an outsider's perspective I mean you look at some of the guys you're training I mean especially like you mentioned Tariq Cohen and and David Bell. I mean, someone like me, I'd be like, "Ain't no way in hell I'm going there." Right. <laughs> and then, exactly. I mean, Once you come in, yeah. it's you. You'll see. Yeah. It's, it's 
complete opposite of that. Like we have like an adult, uh, we have two, 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 two classes stand out. So our seven o'clock uh, a.m. boot camp on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then our 5 p.m. And when I say like, it's, it's from the 5 p.m. class, it's guys who are, let's say it's a girl who's 22. She's a, she's a nursing school. Then we have uh, a lady who's like probably in her 60s, right? She has four kids. We have guys who just got finished working, a coach, a, a former professional coach. They're all trained together and it's just like have fun. It's like a family atmosphere. Everybody pushed each other. Everybody hold each other accountable. We, we live, laugh, and have fun, man. That's like our biggest thing. So, I mean, what really calls to you about, about the whole training aspect? Um, my, like I said, my biggest passion is putting an impact, having an impact in people's lives in a positive manner. Um, like I said, like it does to me, it doesn't matter if you are an eight-year-old kid who's just trying to learn the basics, fundamentals of how to lift and run and jump, right? Um, or, or you're a pro athlete and you're trying to go and have the best season of your group or it's country, right? Or, mm-hmm. or you're trying to, like, let's say Trent Sherfield, who plays for um, the uh, 49ers. His main goal was, hey, dude, I want to run. I need to run a fast way so I can get tracked. The kid came to me. I think we pre-tested at four. It was four six two. The kid ended up running a four three nine, like in an eight week program. So now he's just had his. He had a first touchdown. This is year three in the league for him. Undrafted year three. Just had his first touchdown with the Forty uh, Niners this past weekend. Like stuff like that. I want to be able to impact people's lives in a positive manner. Like let's say if your goal is to lose 20, 30 pounds, hey, come to win. We'll make sure that that comes true. Um, so that's, that's kind of my main goal is just have an impact in people's lives, man. So that's special. Cause I mean, there's something to be said about, um, that, I mean, it, exercising and training and working out. I mean, it, it does something for people that, I mean, you can't explain. It's like a, it's like a drug almost. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, I mean, it's real, it's really true. It sounds cliche, like, but like mm-hmm. health really well like um i mean you just look at today world what we in right now there's so many different people going through uh this covid situation right what if, like if people would just get out and just exercise and drink more water and eat a little better the world would be uh uh, uh in a better place right i couldn't mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can really, we can we can have talk about that for hours. Like if, if the newscaster just got on like, hey, listen, instead of panicking, how about everybody just exercise a little more, drink water and just focus on our diet. Like we're going to be a little more healthier and it's going to help our immune system. Then we won't be, we still may get sick, but it won't be as uh, devastating as it, as it is, right? For people who are not in shape. So. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of my, that, that's one of the things that bugs me about this whole COVID thing is nobody's really talking about, except for people like you who right. actually eat healthy. Yeah. Take care of their bodies, but right. people who don't kind of just push it to the wayside. And I mean, like you said, we could talk about that for hours, but yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, next I wanted to, I mean, is I want to talk about kind of your transition from football to, what you're doing now is was training yeah. something that you had thought about a lot 
Um, may, man, honestly, just been a young kid, literally, it was like all eggs in one basket. It was like, man, I had these grand plans of going, going to Notre Dame, becoming a starter early, going three and out, like just all I talked about mm -hmm. as a, as a young kid, right. I'm going to go three and out. I'm going to go make millions in the league and boom, like injury after injury. Then after like my fourth injury, I hung it up, man. And I kind of was doing, I came out in 2010. That was doing the NFL lockout. Um, and it was kind of one of those things I was at uh, this gym and I was just kind of just helping out, showing kids some like some football skills training. Mm -hmm. um, then I ended up getting hurt, came back, was rehabbing. I started doing a little more. OK, let me go get certified. Let me really start like taking this thing serious. Then next I end up working there for like nine years and it kind of just built the love and a passion for it. Right. And created my own resume and started started like playing with different systems, creating my own system, stuff that I use as a player, stuff that I learned, stuff that I did when I was getting trained and kind of just combined those things and created my own until I found my own little niche, right? And and she's, I'm going on almost year 11 now. I told her to be almost 11 years in the game, man. So I, Win has been open for two years. So we opened up November, November 2019 in November, October, I signed a lease. We didn't have our grand opening until uh, November 11th. Um, it was one of those things, just trying to get the building in order. That's why it kind of took took a while, but um, almost almost 11 years, man, in the game now. So, um, yeah, man, sky's the limit, man. Honestly, just believing in yourself and believing in myself and just, just putting the work in. At the end of the day, man, you just got to put the work in. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, congrats on that. That's that's huge. Um, no, I Coming up on, on your second and going into your third year. And I mean, I can see this thing just keep booming like it is right now. Yeah, man, that that is the goal. Like Again, we just want to add value to people's lives, man. Like I said, it doesn't matter who you are, what the goal is. We, we're, are, we are able to, to add value. So mm -hmm. now I'm going to have to wrap this thing up here pretty soon within the next five, five minutes or so. But um, obviously you're playing for Notre Dame. Um, I want to touch on that. I mean, I was looking at your recruiting profile and you turned down like, I mean, the likes of Bama, the U, Nebraska, and you chose Notre Dame. So talk about that recruiting process and, and what called to you about. Uh, I mean, so it's simple, man. So as a as a young kid, every Saturday morning I used to wake up. Like we we had a routine. We'll go to the grocery store and we'll come back, me, and my mom, and my grandmother. And guess what was on TV every Saturday? Notre Dame football, Channel 17. And I think that became like a, a ritual at the house, right? And no, when I say no one in my hometown even, even, even freaking knew where Notre Dame was at. Like, I'm from very small, like, Bun, North Carolina. I got a prison and one stoplight. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, man, where is Notre Dame at? So I committed. Notre Dame was my third offer. I believe my first offer was from Duke, East Carolina. Um, then Notre Dame came and I committed on the spot because I told my grandmother, I said, hey, I'm going to go to Notre Dame when I was like 12 years old, 12, 13 years old. Um, and and boom, and my high school coach, he was a big fan of Notre Dame. I think we watched Rudy at the time, probably freaking 20 times. <laughs> um, and it was kind of just engraved in my head, man. I just feel like it was just – it was – it was already set for me to go to Notre Dame, man. So um, I made, made some of the best friends and, and, and some of the best memories I ever had came from at school. So, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know that story. I mean, that sounds like just pure destiny that you would yeah. be able to end up there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I turned down so many different schools. Uh, Notre Dame. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I considered going. I considered Alabama. I considered Clemson. To run down that hill, like Chapel Hill, at the time because they was close. And mm-hmm. Miami was the U at the time. Like doing, I came out in what I, I graduated in two thousand and seven, uh, two thousand seven class. So like it was kind of just finishing all we know was the U. The U was the the upper echelon of college football at the time, right? Then Florida and so, but no, they ain't have my heart, man. So I mean, and how do you look back on those on those four years? Um I mean the exposure that I had, man, just being able, being a kid from North Carolina, like walk being like out of my comfort zone, it made me a better business owner. It made me a better human. It like literally like because I didn't know anybody, never been to the Midwest. Um, yeah, I mean, just being able to play and travel and, and kind of see the world from in a different lens, you know, um, going out to California, playing against the UCLA's, the, the USC's, uh, traveling to Washington, right? I'm literally, you got to understand, like, I'm from North Carolina. Like, we don't, you know what I mean? We don't even think about things like that as a little kid, right? So, I've uh, been able to do all this and be able to play football at the highest level that you possibly can. Uh, I mean, on TV every every Saturday. So it doesn't get any better, man. I mean, it was like you, you guys had a ton of talent. I mean, yeah. during, during your four years. I mean, I was looking at the rosters. I mean, just to name a few. Harrison Smith, Kyle <laughs> Rudolph, Tyler Eifert, Golden Tate, Michael Floyd, Manti Teo, Kyle McCarthy, Sergio Brown, Jimmy Clark. Like, that's insane. Yeah, absolutely. And it was crazy then. We wasn't winning. That was kind of the frustrating part about that whole thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things like, dude, how are we not winning? All our guys are playing in the league the following season. They leave Notre Dame, not really winning. They're playing and they starters in the league. It's like, it's head scratcher, right? You don't want to point any fingers. Yeah. Like, hey, was it because of us? Like, you know, I mean, but then again, like, when you live and you learn, you know what I mean? So, Mm-hmm. I mean, how how fun were those battles and then during practice and during the week and then going out there on Saturdays and getting to put on some of those performances? I mean, that's what it's about, man. That's like that brotherhood, that um, just going out there Monday, just really going out there Monday through Friday and just competing against each other, making each other better. Uh, the summer workouts, competing and, and making each other, pushing each other. Then Saturday is just stage to really go out there and kind of just – Unleash it all, right? Um, it was it was a uh, it was amazing. As you look back on it, man, we were all fortunate and blessed to be in, to have the opportunity. Um, you know what I mean? Now, like again, now we are the fans of Notre Dame, like forever. We just want to see the program just to keep thriving, which is which it is, right? Um, so, I mean, Notre Dame kind of gets that bad rap about. I mean, they're they're a very good program, but they they can't really reach get into that top five you know you know what i'm saying yeah. when they went to the playoff um they got killed unfortunately for you but <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth you can't hide you can't run from the truth i mean we have these conversations with people all the time it's one of those things it's like like what is what is holding us back i mean it's a certain it's a it's a certain kid that know that they want right it's a certain player that know that they want um he has to check all those boxes unfortunately Unfortunately, like you look at the other schools, they don't have those restraints on restraints on, on who they can get in and, and and you know what I mean. So not the finger pointing anything like that, but the truth is the truth. Like again, we still gonna win with those guys. Like we wouldn't change it for the world, but um, 
I mean, sometimes those guys that those guys that we can't get are the guys that are the guys that's going to help us get over the hump, man. So, and I and I think our alumni and, and Notre Dame Network is very aware of of all those things as well. Mm-hmm. But it's a standard to be at Notre Dame. It's like really a select. Um, it's an honor to be there. So, I mean, we you, you wear it with pride, right? So, I mean, no doubt, it's one of the most historic schools in the country. Um, I mean, you could put them up there with any other school, and um, I think they have an argument to be the most, the most uh, historic. But um, I got to wrap this up because I got to go to class. I got to run there. <laughs> oh, good but, man. Hey, man, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Um, best of luck with with everything you got going on with win with win performance. Um, I'm I'm excited to see how it keeps progressing. No, I appreciate you having me on, man. Get the class and go Irish. Man. <laughs>